Beer Podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes. Yeah. Welcome to Rome. Is this a formal event or a social affair? Social. How many buttons? Two. And what style? Tactical. Mr. Wick, do enjoy your party. You have no idea what's coming. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? John Wick. You're not very good at retiring. I'm working on it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony from Redbeard Podcast. Happy Monday. Uh, we are going to be talking about John Wick, too. And I got Ren here with me. What is Gucci? Uh, a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> many things. Many things are Gucci. Um, which you told me a little while ago just means like what's good. Yeah. Because Gucci's like the best. Yeah. So <laughs> so what is good? Um, John Wick 2 is good. That's what's good. Um, Very good. We talked about John Wick um, last episode on Friday. And uh, today, guys, it is time for some John Wick 2 discussion. Because that movie is even better than the first, in my opinion. Ooh, you um, think so? I think there's, uh, it definitely, it doubled everything for me. Like there were double the deaths. Like the, I thought the storyline was great. Um, and I definitely think that, um, they, they took it to the next level in the second movie. Um, and we'll get into what we both really liked about it. Um, in this movie, John Wick, uh, basically is called upon by Santino, Santino, uh, who's part of the, um, Italian the uh, Camara syndicate in Italy oh damn all right word. <laughs> all right I didn't even know that cool um yeah so that's what he's a part of and um he calls John Wick and he's like hey he's like remember that favor I did you well now I need the favor returned and John Wick is like uh I don't want to do that like I'm done man and um apparently you know that's the only thing that can kind of bring you out of retirement is that if you owe a favor to somebody and they mm -hmm. have like the special coin that means like in this time you have to you have to you do gotta it. do it you gotta do it um and he doesn't want anything to do with it uh but then he goes to winston who is you know the head of uh the continental the continental and you know kind of partners with him about it and he's like listen he's like you gotta fulfill your bargain like you you can't opt out of this this is non-negotiable um so he ends up going to rome and um, Santino basically wants him to kill his sister, which is the head of his family, so he can take over. Mm -hmm. So he does that. Um, and because he does that, there is a hit put out on him, uh, which is triggered by who? Common. Common. <laughs> yeah. uh, Common's in this movie. Who's uh, Gianna, the dead woman's bodyguard. Yes, exactly. Um, and he basically sends a hit out on him. Uh, so a bunch of people are after John Wick. And... Um, you know, it. he and Common get into a big battle um, and they both end up on continental ground, which is kind of like a safe place. Um, and you can't uh, kill anybody um, at, at, on that in that safe place. Or and, even uh, fight there. Exactly. They were fighting, but then like they kind of walked in and stopped and then kind of kept fighting again. There was kind of like the a little bit of comic relief there. Yeah. Where um, they had the silencers and they were just kind of shooting each other, like from the hip, they were like, pew, pew. pew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there was that. And then, um, but then Santino was there 
and um, he ends up killing Santino. Um, and it's something that, you know, That's obviously... That's at the end. That's at the end. Is it at the end? Or yeah. He kills, so he kills Common, right? Is that what happens? What happens with Common is... Well, he stabs him on the train. Yeah, they go into yeah, the train. Yeah, yeah, And as a quote-unquote professional courtesy... He's like, I stabbed this in here. If you remove this, you're gonna bleed out. You will fucking die. And yeah. you just see Common with a look on his face, like, yo, this motherfucker's gonna return in the next movie, probably. Yeah. Because he's yeah. got some revenge he needs to inflict. Right, right. So he ends up um yeah, like they I mean, Common end up ends up going down, but then uh he does end up killing Santino at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh Ian McShane is like, you fucked up. Like, you can't kill anybody. Yeah, because he's and... there for it. He's kind of like the mediator for this talk. He's like, hey, John, don't be pissed. Like, this guy just wants to pull some bullshit on you. Yeah. You did the deed. You can retire. But this guy just wants to kind of run his mouth. He's sitting there like, haha, like, I made you do this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And John Wick's like, yeah, now fuck this. Shoots the guy right in the face. Yep. And Ian McShane's like, no. Like, you know what has to happen now. You know that, like a hits out on you mm-hmm. for the entire world. Like every single assassin you were ever like friends with is after you now mm-hmm. the whole, the whole continental is after you. And they actually, because he's actually one of them, mm-hmm. uh, they give him like a, I think it's a 24 hour head start. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But you realize like, it just seems like everybody in Central Park is an assassin. Yeah. Which seemed a little ridiculous to me. I mean, like there's that I, many assassins. I thought it was cool as fuck um because you could be like whoa that's a lot of assassins or you could be like man i wonder if he flew all these people in just to like have them congregate in this area that's actually a good point because that's where he is yeah yeah yeah. it was a really cool shot where um they're kind of in the middle of this uh place in central park and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden like everybody stops walking and you're like oh shit those are all all assassins yeah and like he could be dead right now but they're gonna give him a head start (laughs) You know, so that was uh, that was pretty cool. It gave um, it more weight to the situation because yeah. you could be like, oh, what is there going to be like 20 dudes after him? He'll take them all out. He killed that many people in the first movie in the first scene. So it was like, oh, that's not a big deal. And then you see the entire park stop and you're like, never fucking mind. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking super dead. <laughs> like, I just don't understand like how he's going to do this in the third movie. I mean, like. This is going to be very interesting to see this go down. And I think there's, he's going to need some help. There's going to be like people that come out of the woodwork that are mm-hmm. on his side. Because um, there's no way one man can take all these people out. You know, it's just, it's, yeah. I mean, he's John Wick, but let's be realistic. He's going to need some help. I wonder if he has any favor coins towards other people. That's what I was actually thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's going to have to call in some favors like, yo, I need some help. Um, you know, I got a case full of coins. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that I, I'm safe for... You know, the worst moment ever. Um, I mean, he's got his dog with him, which somebody needs to take care of that dog because I don't <laughs> want to see another dog go down. Um, I'm hoping that his dog actually, if anything, maybe takes somebody out, you know, kind of like. I hope they do because that would be kind of balling if you just see a dog just like rip a face off in a movie. <laughs> it's, yeah, man, that'd be legit. But I mean, it's kind of like in The Walking Dead, that tiger fucked up some people, but then got killed by walkers. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, like I don't want to see another animal go down. I feel like my fan theory is yeah. that John Wick has to go down because you and I were talking about this, that yeah. he's tired. He has not much to live for since his wife has died. He's just been on a constant spree of just murder and deaths because of the things that have gone down. I feel like 
he's going to want to die. He's going to want to die by someone he respects, which is in my mind, Ian McShane. Right. Um, it's like his dad. Yeah. And I feel like the dog is probably going to die like five minutes before. And he's just going to be like, yep, I'm, I got I'm good. Left. Yeah. I'm tapped out. I think, you know, the car is probably going to come back and be like all fucked up too. And he's just going to be like, I'm done. Like, I'm just super done. I'm yeah, ready. I just want to be with my wife. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could definitely see that. Um, there was another part of me that thinks, um, something goes down and people start breaking the rules and Ian McShane gets shot and killed. Oh, and John, John okay. Wick is there for it. And John Wick actually takes Ian McShane's spot. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe he becomes head of the parliament or the continental. That would be cool as shit, but I feel like there would be so much that would have to go into play to even make that a viable thing because he's on the lamb right now. I can't see them being like, we dropped it. LOL. I feel mm. like once that order's put out, there's no way to rescind it. Unless, unless he actually does something that we don't know about yet. Yeah. For like sure. there's some rule that like comes into play because the one thing I liked about this second movie is like, you get to learn even more about this underground, like community of assassins. Like you get to see how things work even further. Yeah. Like there's this rule that we don't know about, you know, like there's, you, you know, what happens when you kill somebody on continental ground? Like we're, we're starting to find out more about this. Right. Um, and I can't wait to find out like even more. Cause you know, it's going to, we're going to get like a better look, especially Absolutely. like putting out like a world hit on somebody, you know, to like, it looked like a bunch of like badass secretaries in a room. Yeah. That are, like, all tattoos <laughs> that are sending out like letters via bank shoots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, word, you know? Um, but yeah, everybody's on like a specific cell network, you know? Um, but it's it's crazy, man. I mean, he's the the deaths in this movie are great. We you know the pencil death I think was the one that uh, you and I talked about was one of our favorite deaths Hell in the movie. Yeah. Um, seeing somebody go down by a pencil is super badass. Um, and he killed I think what three people with that same pencil. He killed a lot of people with that same pencil. Yeah. yeah. The last dude he stabs like he stabs one guy in the throat. And then slams his head down on it and then like pulls it out. Yep. And then he puts the pencil against the wall and takes this guy's head and slams him onto it and then pulls the guy's head off it. And you see like some brain on the pencil. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. That was like super graphic. Like I didn't expect that to go down. I think the last time I saw somebody get hurt by a pencil was uh, the beginning when the, the Joker in the Dark Knight slams the dude's head on the pencil. Oh, yeah. Or uh, the movie Rock and Roller by Guy Ritchie is one of my favorites. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. And he stabs the guy in the neck with a pencil like repeatedly at the door. Uh, oh, and then uh, in the original Batman with, with Michael Keaton, he uh, the Joker takes the pen to the guy's neck. Oh, my God. Like the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Just got some flashbacks of... Pencil of, uh, deaths. Yeah, <laughs> pencil. Writing utility deaths. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no, man, I mean, that was cool. Um, another death that I really liked just because I was wondering how he was going to take this dude out. He was a pretty big guy. He was like the sumo wrestler yeah. assassin uh, who basically puts him through a glass wall. And then John Wick is like, holy shit, like, how am I going to take this guy out? And then he gets on his back <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then like shoots him once in the stomach, two in the shoulder, and then just once in the head. And as he's walking away, the guy's still like, mm, and he turns around <laughs> and shoots him again in the head. I mean, it's just, it's just no, uh, nothing is, is held back in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about the John Wick movies and, and the second one more is it's a completely unapologetic movie. 
They don't apologize for anything. They kill over 200 people. Yeah. And that's the way it is. If you don't like it, then don't watch it. You know, um, same director. Mm -hmm. um, so the fight choreography is almost exactly the same Did way. Did you know that the director of the films was actually Keanu Reeves' stunt double in The Matrix? Yes. That's wild. Yeah. That was crazy shit to find out. I was like, what? Which is pretty awesome because he knows what Keanu's capable of. Yeah. Keanu was telling me that, uh, telling me. Was I was telling, like, um, what's yeah, why this? Do, why have you wait, not, wait, what? you have a connect? What? <laughs> Keanu was, uh, was telling an audience in, uh, see, I felt like it was him and I. Yeah. No, so we close. were, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was just that YouTube disconnect. <laughs> um, he was, he was basically, uh, answering questions about John Wick 2, um, in front of this like New York audience at a talk show. And um, he was saying that like when the director was working with him in the matrix, he was like, yeah, you know, Lawrence Fishburne and I were just talking about like how tired we were like training for the, and rehearsing for the matrix, but like it was going to change the world mm -hmm. as far as like the way it was filmed and like the 360 cam and they were getting like so pumped about it. Um, and the director uh, of John Wick was always like very impressed with like their stamina yeah. and their endurance because that movie, I think The Matrix came out in, I want to say, Jesus, 1998 or something like that. You think so? Or 99. It was, because uh, I remember it was, at the, I was actually 16 and I couldn't actually get into the theater to watch the movie. What a memory. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I wanted to go see the movie and I couldn't get into it. Or I was 17 you had to be 18 to watch it. Um so I couldn't get into the theater to watch it. 99. Good job. 99. So, they actually started rehearsing for that in 97. That was wow. a two-year thing. I mean, you're talking about at least six months of preparation just for martial arts training mm -hmm. and choreography and getting all that memorized. Um, and then actually getting all like the set together and stuff like that. So um, the movie itself did take a long time. Just to set up those like two-second shots of 360 was like a two-day project. That's wild. You know what I mean? And a lot of green screen work in that. So um, it was definitely a big production, but uh, the Wachowskis definitely got their money's worth on that movie because it was oh, yeah. killer. Um, that movie was probably one of the best gun scenes we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I mean, the director of John Wick saw Keanu doing all this and Lawrence Fishburne, and he wanted to have these two guys a part of this franchise. Mm -hmm. So I think the fact that it's kind of come full circle is awesome all these years later. It's really cool. Um, so besides Keanu Reeves, actually um, your theory is that he might die in the third one. Yeah. What, do, what else do you expect to see or what do you want to see in this third one? That's, I want so much from this film. It's really tough. You and I were talking about how as film series progress, they just try and shove more and more A-list actors into it. And it becomes just a muddling of like, just look at the people we got and don't yeah. mind the storyline sucks. Um, I love the second one because it wasn't a shitty sequel. Right. It actually carried on a storyline. All the characters were pretty straight through the same as they were in the first one, the ones that did carry on. So the third one, I'm hoping to see some more character development as far as like the Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane kind of yeah. father son almost relationship that they have. It's this, level of respect you don't see out of anyone else in the movies like you mm -hmm. see respect in the syndicate of like hey these are the rules we have to follow them my favorite death in the second one was because um miss perkins um disobeyed the law right and ian mcshane was like 
cool, you're banned from the Continental, but being banned from it means you die. Yeah. And the assassins just come out and just all surround her and shoot her, and she's done. That was awesome. That was so cool. Was that like, was badass. Woo! There's a theory, too, that... Um, the character, I don't remember the character's name, but uh, Ruby Rose actually mm-hmm. played It was this. Ares, but you don't ever hear her name until the credits. Exactly. Um, she actually may not be dead is a theory. because she, I, Her in common, I don't think they're dead. No, because they actually are billed as cast members in the third one, mm-hmm. which gives you a clue that they're probably still alive. And now they're going to seek even more revenge, so they're probably going to be like the top tier guys that he has to fight closer to the end exactly um i mean it common was had like a uh yeah like a knife put in him he's like oh this is in your aorta you know it's a, <laughs> uh, considered you a professional courtesy you know you're gonna die and then but a lot of controversy online has been sparked because of the way that ruby rose was apparently went out in the movie mm-hmm. she gets stabbed in the same spot that common does but Pulls but it Keanu out. pulls the mm-hmm. knife out. And then in the last second, she kind of like her head tilts and her eyes go blank. And that was my way of being like, she's dead. Right. But now people are saying that like, I guess she's not dead. And how does that make sense? Right. So, because if it's the same way that common was stabbed, then she should be dead. But who knows? Because he never really like articulated that he kind of just stabbed her and pulled the knife out. So we don't know for definite if that's, if that was the same place but when somebody's eyes go blank like that, it makes me think they are dead. So who knows? Um, I think that because she's an assassin, she's probably like storing her energy. She's probably just like, I'm just going to rest until somebody finds me. And hopefully it's like we take care of this quickly. Um, it's probably how they're going to build that. Because um, she was, well, yeah, because at the end she points to him and says, see you soon. Yeah, I'll be like, seeing you. Is I'll the be common seeing you. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, sure. Sure. So who knows? I mean, that, that maybe that was a setup, you know, for her to be in the third one, uh, would, if they ended it on that line or maybe it's kind of like, I'll be seeing you in hell type type thing. You yeah. Know? What if it's just a Constantine crossover where they all fight in a hell, <laughs> like hell dimension. He just takes off his shirt and puts his forearms together. <laughs> He's in the bathtub and he just, go- <laughs> he just goes, Winston, I need a bucket of water. <laughs> So it's such a stupid movie. Like I liked Constantine for what they tried to do, but it was so bad. I love Um, that movie because it's like the cheesiest, weirdest thing ever. It's tough to take a comic book and like that strange and make it a serious film. It's like the same thing um, with the Italian series, Dylan Dog. Yeah. They tried to make that a movie, and you can't because one of the guys comes back and he's all Frankenstein together, and his body parts are falling off. It's gonna be a weird fucking film. Oh, dude, no. I mean, I definitely, I, I liked what they tried to do, but yeah, it just. Uh, Constantine. I own it. I own it, but Me too. I mean. Me too. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> so I know if Cooley was here, he'd be like, "The movie sucked. It's so fucking it. bad." Uh, John Constantine is blonde. First off, yeah. Here we uh, go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Relax, bro. <laughs> like super specific problem. Yeah. Hi, Cooley. Uh, hey, dude. You have no retaliation, ha. He's British. Uh, it's not Keanu Reeves at all. <laughs> <laughs> but Cooley actually did say uh, he's a big fan of the show Lucifer, and Lucifer's blonde in the comics, man. So yep. there you go. Uh, but no, that guy's killing it in Lucifer. But back to John Wick. Um, mm. I'm just looking to see a lot of the same things that you were talking about. 
Um, I mentioned it earlier. I want to see more of this underworld and how it works. Me too. Um, I want to see him get hooked up with like more cool shit. Yes. You know, I like seeing him meet up with people and they're like coming in this back room and I have all these weapons and like, you need a suit. Cool. I have this guy that like has been making Got suits it. for 60 years. Yeah. You know, the um, bulletproof. Yeah. And like, why is he always in a suit? It's like the worst thing to fight in. Cause that's a shtick. Yeah, it is. But think about that. It's also very perfect because if you need to get into like a classy place, like you can't be overdressed. It's kind of like more badass too, because you're like, what would happen if he didn't have the suit on? Is it restricting? Is it him being like, I have to hold myself back because if I took the suit off, I'd be too good and I would kill everyone instantly. <laughs> I would kill some people with my looks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good point. I look at it as like just one of those you can just go anywhere and you're like, I'm already anywhere. in the suit so I can walk into this fancy restaurant and shoot you in the face. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're not going to question why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, do you have a reservation? No, but he does Doom. you know. Yeah, if you're yeah. in a suit, you can go anywhere. If you're in like Nike basketball shorts and slides, <laughs> it's not going to be there for you. I just came from a quick pickup game. Yeah. <laughs> I need a shower first. He, he definitely um, gets away with walking around bloody, though. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, is that guy all right? They just like, they, they just like don't ask questions. I had a nosebleed. <laughs> yeah, from my side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he gets shot. He's walking around New York. He grabs his stomach, and then he's like, his bloody hand is against glass, yeah. and everybody's just walking by like, nah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, don't I've worry I've seen about weirder it. shit in New York, to be fair. If, what is weirder than that? Some dude bleeding out on the side of the road. But bleeding out is like, oh, that's something that someone could do. Like, he's having a time. But, like, I've seen people, like, make a full taco with bagged ingredients on the subway. <laughs> that was fucking weird. Like, I feel like a guy bleeding out is a little bit more dramatic than somebody you, making no, a taco. No, but you know New York people. You're going to see that and be like, that's not my fucking problem, though. <laughs> You're going to keep walking. Coolest shit I've ever seen in New York. I was walking down near Wall Street. You know where that, that big bull is? Yeah. Yeah. There was a dude walking around. I have a picture on my Instagram. He has a cat on his head. Balanced. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and the dude, he walks around with his cat, and the cat just, like, balances I mean, I feel bad for the cat because, yeah. like, that's, like... That's no way to live. No, nah, that's what the cat does all day. But, I mean, like, he just walks around, and I want to take a picture. He's like, oh, he's like, if you're going to take a picture, can you at least, like, give me a dollar so I can pay for his food? And I, like, I gave him a dollar, but it was just kind of, like, cool, man. Like, that's a crazy picture of this cat on your head. That yeah. was, like, one of the weirdest things I've seen, but it was kind of cool. I just felt bad for the cat. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, New York's weird. But mm-hmm. if I saw somebody bleeding out, I think that would change my life forever. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to do that guy okay oh no he's dead but um, I think the other thing I want to see from John Wick is just like a you know just more death um, more death and there's going to be a ton of it because there's so many more assassins in this more death more La Castlevania soundtrack more <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the soundtrack I want to hear some Rob Zombie from the first Matrix oh my god the Dragula that's what was playing in the club <laughs> yeah I would like to see, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how Angelica Houston fits into this. Me too. I want her to be on his side. I want her to be one of the people who helps him, but she could also, because of her severe look, she could be like a big old bitch. And mm. oh, I wonder if she's kind of like an Ian McShane rival. I wonder if she's like a different syndicate person. That could, that could be a thing. Yeah. Or what if they're like ex lovers and she's like, I'm going to help John Wick out because fuck Ian McShane. That would be ballin' too. <laughs> Because fuck Ian McShane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that she's just a very, she has a very 
big on-screen presence. Mm-hmm. She's definitely going to be like a <laughs> like Madam something in this, like wicked respected. Like don't fuck with this lady. Yeah. But I don't know. I see her as a villain. Because she has a villainous face, but she also has a kind heart. So she scares me. Yeah, I like it. She scares me because of the witches. Oh yeah, yeah. I know her as Morticia. Okay, so that's yeah, what that I grew sense. up with. Yeah. Morticia, yeah. I saw the witches in theaters when I was nine years old or cool, something like that. Cool, that'll fuck you up. Oh, it'll totally fuck me up. <laughs> I don't think my parents realized how fucking scary that movie was. The Even today, the practical effects that they used on making the children turn into mice is the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life. Ugh. Like, that's some crazy, creepy-ass shit. It's that, and it's the whole, like... Uh, the purple eyes that are creepy, and then like when she takes off her mask, turning into like the skexy-looking things from like, yeah, so gross, dark crystal-looking ass bird thing. Yeah, Yeah. the long nose, and she did a really good job with like the voice too. You know, Um, also yeah, we've talked about this before, but the traumatizing shit with the paintings that I can't deal with the children trapped in the paintings on the fucking set. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it fucking freaks me out. yeah, so I mean, I, I'm interested to see um, how she plays in. Halle Berry's in this one. Um, she was only on set for like four days. Really? Is that four what they said? Four or five days. Well, she, because people, TMZ actually saw her on location. Mm-hmm. And then five days later, she like arrived like back home or was like mm-hmm. back in LAX or wherever she was. And they were like, oh, it looks like she wrapped John Wick 3. So like a five day shoot. I don't really know exactly how big of a role she's, she's probably play. in it for like maybe 20 minutes. She's probably an assassin who tries to take him out. And then he's like, bye. Or do you think it's kind of like an ex lover? Like why would they pick Halle Berry? She's known as a very attractive actress. Like, I feel like they probably use her. Like, I feel like, like more as a love interest. Maybe like an ex lover that helps, helps him out. That's kind of why I see her coming from, but she could also be Possibly. a really badass assassin. Yeah, who's to say, really? I feel like because of her age, they were probably like, oh, who can we find? You probably grew up with him in this assassin organization. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like an older assassin, like we were talking about in the last episode, how John Wick was supposed to be in his mid-60s. And, you know, Keanu Reeves is in his early 50s. Yeah. I think Holly Berry's up there, too. So it's probably like, who could be like around my age to have been my friend for a really long time. And she's probably trying to kill him. And then he's like, Oh no, my friend that I've known forever. I have to shoot you. Yeah. And they can they also could have like had her like film all her stuff in five di- in five days. So she might actually have done a good amount of stuff, but they're going to splice it up. I hope um, that they don't use her too much though. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see Halle Berry as like a big part of John wick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, my one of the guys that I'm looking forward to seeing in this is Mark DeCascos. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been in a ton of You're shit. You're a fan of that guy. Been a fan. I mean, he's he's playing a character called Zero, which is kind of a cool name. Yeah. But I just, I'm a big fan of of him as far as martial arts go. He's super talented, super fast. Mm-hmm. He was in a movie back in the day called only the strong, which was like all capo Ada, And he was really good. Um, but I just feel like his, he's very underrated mm-hmm. in, in the film world as far as like a martial artist. And I feel like he's just never gotten to that point where like a lot of people know who he is. And this movie I think is going to put him on, um, you know, kind of on people's radar. He's just super good. And I can't wait to see, um, him in this, in this film and see, 
he's going to be a he's going to be a tough guy for Keanu Reeves to beat because yeah, yeah, for sure. Keanu Reeves is good at hand-to-hand combat, but he's not really like a martial artist. So we'll kind of see how how that plays out. Um I hope he gets like a good scene. Yeah, I think th- I think that he will. Um they're probably going to have like a baller fight scene. Um Fingers crossed. Hell yeah. And then you got your boy in there, Jason Matanzakos. Manzukis. Whatever how he says He's his Greek. Name. He's allergic to eggs. All right, good to know. <laughs> Fun fact. What are you looking to see as him, uh, being that his name is TikTok Man? <laughs> he's he's going to be in a room with a ton of clocks. He's definitely like your boy uh, Keegan-Michael Key in Predator. He's definitely going to be some kind of comic relief because Jason Manzoukas is crazy funny. He really is. He's super funny. If you've ever seen the show The League. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. plays Rafi, who's like the super wild card, like comic relief, but also just crazy wild man. Yeah. So I hope he plays at least a sim- like a similar character because that's the role that I fell in love with him in. Yeah. And... I mean, it's a goofy ass name already. It really is. I you never can't can have say that. It. In it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even say his real name. So, <laughs> um, but I just feel like he, when you say like TikTok man, like, okay, he's probably gonna have something to do with time related, obviously. So, um, maybe he is like a bomb guy. He could you be know? a bomb guy. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what I see. Like he gives, uh, he hooks John Wick up with some bombs. Um, or he just tries like, to blow John Wick up. Or yeah, time. he tries yeah. to. Or he's like an enemy of John Wick. He tries <laughs> to fuck him up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking for, um, I'm looking for a lot more, like I said, of the underground and, and, uh, Lance Reddick is coming back. Um, so it, we're definitely going to see like some more, uh, hotel shit going down. For Um, sure. I just want to see more like assassin underground shit. That's what I'm most excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, after the third one comes out, we're going to have to talk about the third one. Oh yeah, obviously. So, but, um, Keanu for life. And, uh, (laughs) And I guess we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later.